This is the Puppy Training Podcast, episode number 50, Structure. This podcast is designed to help you on your journey of becoming best friends through love and learning as you train your own dog from home. And I'm here to help you every step of the way. This is the Puppy Training Podcast, and I'm your host, Amy Jensen. Hey, everybody. How's it going? I hope you're doing well. I hope you're staying safe. It's kind of a unique time that we are in. And I bet you're all wondering when I was going to produce episode 50, right? I thought I would keep you all in suspense. No, it's really not that exciting. But I was thinking that uh, in a few weeks, we'll have reached our one-year mark of doing this podcast. So that's something to celebrate. Today, I want to talk about structure. I have had this on my mind the last couple weeks as I've worked with clients and tried to help them and coach them through training their puppies. And structured playtime, structured free time, just really that structure I feel like is key to helping our dogs be calm and well-mannered in our homes. So I'm excited to tell you about that today. But first, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing this with your friends. Thank you for telling others about us. We have really been flattered by the great response that we've received, and we are super excited to help everyone in our program train their puppies. So we've met a lot of really neat people over the past few weeks just coming to us looking for training help, and in this time that we find ourselves in, online is really useful. So we're excited to have you. If you haven't checked out our program yet, please do so. It's at BaxterAmbella.com. We have an online puppy training program. It works for older dogs as well. I do get asked that. Will this work for my older dog? Absolutely. While we call it a puppy school, it's really a dog school. We help any dog with any behavioral problem or any training issue. And we really teach you guys how to get these results from your dogs. That's really our main goal is to teach you how to get results from the dog that is living with you. So check it out if you haven't already. Again, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate your support. So let's talk about structure. Uh, Structure is something I feel like can help a puppy. It can help an older dog. So no matter the age of dog that's living at your house, I feel like everyone can benefit from this topic. Dogs, as we teach them and train them, they learn behaviors, they learn cues, they start to have a common language with us. The question is, do we use that? Do we give our dogs a job to do throughout the day? Or are we just letting them have free time and we leave them to their own devices, which in you know, the puppy stages, I'm seeing a lot of, you know, that kind of behavior leads to puppy behavior. So that's the jumping, the biting, the mouthing, the barking, the stilling of socks, the digging in the carpet, the jumping on the sofas, the peeing in the corner. A lot of that unstructured free time is allowing our puppies to simply be puppies. It's not even that they're naughty, they're just being a dog. I propose that structuring their day makes everyone's day go better. Having a plan, having tools in your toolkit, if you will, so the more that you train your puppy, you can use that training. Just make it part of your everyday life to really shape what your day looks like and what your puppy's day looks like. The other thing that I teach clients to do is to think, what do I want my dog to do? A lot of times we get stuck in, well, I don't like that my dog jumps on the sofa, or I don't like that my dog jumps on guests when they come over, or I don't like that my dog is biting me or mouthing me. And so I ask them, well, what do you want your dog to do? What do you want that interaction to look like? And then I really get specific. So if the dog is approaching me, what do I want the dog to do when it gets, when they get to me? Do I want them to sit? Do I want them to lay down? Do I want them um, to stand and stay calmly while I pet them. And once we come up with what that looks like and what we're really wanting out of our dogs, we can help train them to do that. Remember to make a structured plan. What do you want your dog to do? Get really specific 
break that down into things that your dog knows and behaviors that they have practiced, then work on it, and pretty soon it becomes second nature. Let me give you a scenario. Let's say that your kids every morning come running down the stairs when they wake up to breakfast, and every morning your puppy or your dog runs up the stairs to greet them, and they're biting and they're mouthing and they're jumping all over the kids because they're excited to see the kids. It's morning. They have some energy And that's what goes down every day. How can we change that? What can we make this look like so that the kids are happier? They're not afraid of this dog that's now running at them to greet them. The dog has a very specific task to do and it creates more harmony in our home. So here's an idea. Let's say every morning you know those kids are going to come down the stairs to breakfast. So I could put my dog on a go to bed cue. So I could say go to bed and then they go over and lay on their mat and they stay there until released. Now in the beginning, yes, you'd have to train this behavior, but it's absolutely doable. So I put my puppy on their bed. So I ask my dog to go to their bed. I reward them for doing it. And then I'm going to intermittently reward them for staying there while my children walk down the stairs or run down the stairs and come get their breakfast, sit down at the table and eat. Now I'm rewarding my dog every so often for staying on their bed, especially when they're in those early stages of learning this behavior. And then when my kids are done and they want to play with the puppy, they can release the dog from the bed and then they can go grab a fetch toy or a rope toy or they can play hide and seek. Maybe it's find your treats or find your toys and they can hide things for the dog around the house and then send the dog to go find them. So in this scenario, when the kids were coming down the stairs, the dog had a very specific task to do. He's focused on staying on his mat and that's his job. And then your kids are able to come down the stairs without this rough greeting. You know, if they want to, they could then come over to the bed and say hello to the puppy and pet them or give a high five or something, then go eat their breakfast. Uh, But again, it's very broken down. It's very specific. The dog has something to focus on and think about so that he's not just left to his own devices to do whatever he wants. And then when the kids are done eating the breakfast, they can absolutely go play and interact together. But again, that structure is important. If it's just free time together, the dog will do what they want to do and the the kids will kind of do what they want to do. And it turns into either wrestling or jumping or the biting or the mouthing. So again, come up with a plan for after breakfast time that, as I mentioned, could be a game of fetch or hide and seek or find your toys. Um, A lot of dogs love to go find and seek things throughout the house. It's also fun for kids. So whenever there are children in the home and a puppy or even a dog uh, that's a little older but maybe needs some work with their manners, having that plan and just tools in your toolkit of things that you can ask your dog to do. You know, how many times a day can you ask your dog to do a sit stay? What kinds of things can you get done around the house if your dog is in a down stay? Um, how about if you ask him to go to his kennel or do a place uh, behavior? Now, they can't always just be in a downstay or a go to bed. I, I understand that they need to get up and run around and exercise, but that involves structure as well. So maybe, you know, we're asking them to do some behaviors and then we're re- rewarding them with play intermittently in between those behaviors. They are getting a good game of fetch in or, uh, you know, hide and seek in these different things. So definitely pull out the puzzle toys, give your dog some mental enrichment, give your dog some exercise, go for those walks outside, play in the yard, absolutely. But the more structured you can make any interaction with your dog, the better. Even just putting the leash on and walking outside, 
some of us just put the leash on and we walk outside. I would say, let's structure that even a little more. I would like to put the leash on and have my dog look at me as I walk out the door, or at least check in with me and give me that attention. If my dog's having a hard time focusing as I put the leash on and I walk out the door, I might throw in a touch where my dog takes his nose and bumps my the palm of my hand. That's a great redirectional cue and behavior that I can ask my dog to do and it refocuses him or it just gives him simply something to focus on so that he's not then trying to bite the leash or bite my ankles as we walk. So in any scenario this week, as you go through your week and you go through your day and there's things that your dog does that you don't necessarily love, I challenge you to think, what do I want my dog to do instead? What do I want this to look like? really break it down into specifics, and then go back into the training and find these cues and behaviors that you can ask of your dog and your day will go better. One final note is that you don't have to teach your dog a lot of things, but the more you do teach them, the more variety you have and the more options you have. So a few of my favorites that are just the basics would be a sit. I think every dog needs to know a sit, a down, stay, come, attention, their name, Touch, drop, leave it, go to bed, and leash walking. If you just taught your dog those things, you could take those behaviors and really be creative throughout your day to get great behavior from your dog. So there's your challenge for the week. Break down those behaviors or find those scenarios that are maybe bothering you and that you want to change and do it. Use the training. You're not just training your dog to say, I trained my dog. Let's use the training to live life and live the life that we want with our dogs. That's all I have for you today. Happy training. Have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you next week. If you have a question about anything you heard on this podcast or any other puppy training question, visit my site baxterandbella.com to contact me.